you sort of have to be a little bit, you know, almost, I don't know what you'd have to be to miss what's going on. You know, I guess the way that I sort of look at it now is that um, every day is this, uh, every day is, you know, another life-changing event. Every day is another unprecedented, never seen before, um, you know, event that has never been seen before and never will be seen again, which is the other interesting effect. And so, you know, the impossible is being done um, and the impossible is also being done on the evil side. You know, that, oh, that's not possible. Oh, it'll never get to that point. I mean, before then, there'll be some kind of civil war. There'll be something. There'll be some some horrible thing stopping it. And... um, I do believe, of course, the the bad guys got all their little nefarious plans on how to kill every last one of us and every planet and oxygen and elements and (laughs) just raw elements in space. If we could just go kill those, we'd be be enlightened by then. So the level of stupidity has gotten beyond my ability to comment on it now. I don't think any of us should. The embarrassing factor is enough. You know, being a Bill Gates, imagine, look in the mirror, look at that. That, that, that clown fart. It's just a clown fart, you know, it's, it's, it's like a clown vapor. You know, just a ghoul. And for a young man that had so much promise and so much... Uh, you, you know, so much, um, you know, the, 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 the big the big guy that was running the world as a kid with uh, Microsoft and how he swindled IBM to get the software and stuck IBM with the hardware. That is not what happened when that deal went down, by the way. But the, 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 the bottom line is um, he's got to prate around like a jackass all these years, you know, in front of magazines and in his socks on his private plane with his buddy Warren Buffett. and Just disgusting, you know. Then, then he tried to roll out Marina Abramovich at one point, which was the witch queen, you know, the, the proposed, proposed uh, witch queen of the world. And um, the people weren't having it. People saw right through that. And I thought, wow, that's... You'd think in the 1300s they could have gotten somebody like that through... Because we've always we've always had our witch queen, right? So don't you think they could have gotten <laughs> Marina through? The fact that he couldn't do it, the fact that that particular day, I remember because I was there. I was called to duty along with, uh, um, seemed like everybody that was there that day on that YouTube page, uh, in live time when when poor old Bill was trying to, um, you know put forth his, his, his spiritual mistress on, uh, on TV, the rejection rate was 999999 I mean, they got blown off the stage, literally. And she never made a comeback after that. May we note that? Have we all thought back on it? Because if we thought back on it, we would note, hey, yeah, 
she never did come back. I mean, she's working behind the scenes, training up people like Gaga and, uh, you know, Katy Perry and all the other, you know, degenerates. But, I mean, what, what is really, think about it. I wouldn't, I'm sorry, degenerate's too nice of a word. Um, uh, murderers. A little more accuracy. Oh, I don't mean, you know, you, you don't have to be uh, the guy who pulls the trigger to be the murderer. A lot of people get murdered uh, by murderers who are just in the confines and relaxations of their own living room. Yeah. This is what the, um, you know, when the Tibetans were brought into, uh, you know, into the think tanks and into the uh, laboratories, they're trying to figure out how, because the Tibetans it had a, you know, you know, all cultures have these magical uh, you know, technologies, you know, of, say, remote viewing and remote killing. And that's really what the West wanted. Oh, God, how can I get some of that remote killing? I need... Because, you know, the witches were pretty good. They could, you know, make someone stumble and fall. Oh, maybe send a nice disease. You know. And usually, though, they'd get gobbled up from the karma... Unless I can have a scapegoat, which which is the whole elaborate. I mean, it's a whole. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing to me how many people actually uh, were duped into falling uh, for the witchcraft, as if that was some kind of way out. When the witchcraft is certainly the only—that's the fastest way to permanent bondage and, and misery that I know of. And when people defend it, I, I just have to walk away. I'm, I'm, in my life, I've I've gone enough time where I just don't feel I need to defend, you know, because God is is doesn't need to be defended. Truth doesn't need to be defended. Jesus doesn't need to be defended. Then when Jesus has a victory and slams them, they don't learn a thing. They they'll go right back and do it again until they are stopped, which they will be. From whatever, but it'll be from their own hand, from something they do, they'll run out of water, they'll do something where whatever ab- abundance was here for people, they'll make sure that they finally rob the last thing. So people in line somewhere being told what to do by these reprobate, you know, um, basically demons at this point. So there's a lot of people who now have gotten to the point of total disconnect. Done. And that is not of ego, that is of God. Not of their own minds, not of their own thoughts, not because they, they well, yeah, that'd be a good thing to do to separate from that. No, because God, there is no way to separate yourself from other human beings. There, you, can, you, you can come out of her and be separate, meaning coming out of the B system, the church system, the medical system, the medical B system, well, there's there's one. Talk about the right hand not knowing what the left hand is doing. <laughs> there's a great one there. Oh, my God. Incompetency on steroids. But still, we have to use what we can use from them to survive. And then we've got to kind of cobble our own health together. You know, you have to take responsibility for your own health because otherwise you're going to die. If you do what you're told, you're going to die, as we saw with covid but if you don't take advantage of some of the uh, technologies and medicines that are there, also you're going to die. So it's, a, it's right. So it's a strain, you know. So being 
being puritanical yeah. about the whole thing, uh, you know, is, is, is not going to work. But, you know, you've got to just be led by God on your own account. And uh, I'm baffled by, I mean, I would just call it a joke at this point, modern medicine. But they did save my life. So, so you see what I mean? You can't, quite, you can't quite go all the way there. But I will say this. If you find anybody that's a, a decent doctor, you know, uh, you know play golf with them. You know, be, keep them in your social loop. Very rare. Most of there to just get the money and run. Anyway, I don't, you know, not to get distracted on that, my own, my own, uh, you know, monitoring my health situation, I, there's, I was going along and then I got some kind of, it seemed to me in retrospect, I got food poisoning or some kind of um, in, infection from, I believe, a, a food thing that I ate. But then um, there was also another infection already going. And I think the two linked up, and the next thing you know, I was sick to my stomach and, and shivering in the hot sun, and, and here we go again. I'm not my first rodeo. I've been through that before, but I, I got right to the point of, I think they had me on basically death watch and uh, felt that I was going to have a cardiac arrest at any moment. So they were just, they, so, so they just were like stuck a bunch of stickers on me that would connect to computers so they could just watch. Monitoring your heart. Right. Because it was fluctuating, yeah, it was like fluttering up and down, like afibrillosis type of thing, and it was going crazy. And they had to calm that down, and they had to, um, you know, hit the infection, and then, uh, and then there was the, Septic. yeah, and then my glucose was you know off the charts, and then you know, they got a bunch of new diagnoses. But the problem with these diagnoses is they're already kind of falling away, as I you know bring it back together. But yeah. Um, well, you know, I, I learned a lot about, um, hospital demons mm -hmm. and the voices that are in between the, in between the floors. There's like people that live in there and these conversations and a lot of, a lot of the people that work there are witches. And there are some Christians as well. Yeah. Well, you know, it's called Christus, right? But. There are, there is, um, there is like the, a witch factor, yeah. uh, coven within the, within the mm -hmm. thing, and um, what they're doing is they're trying to lead the ones they can, you know, in a way that that doesn't catch them into, you know, death, um, into the to the other side, and. Uh, They have a whole, and they, they, you know, when they sense an adversary, they get really mad. And what they don't expect is like for me is I yell right back at him. You know, I just go fuck off, you know, get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? You know, you're here, you, you know, you either be a nurse or quit. And so they're not used to hearing that. They're used to hearing, oh, thank you. Oh, thank Oh, who am I meds? Oh, thank you. You know, that's what they're used to hearing. We had some really good people, and then we had some not so nice people. Not nice at all. Um, I learned a lot when I spent the night with him that last night before he was Oh, yeah, I just got to stand. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, um, 
Yeah, the mixed bag, and there are people that do care in there, but but there are also some bad. There's some bad apples, and uh, there's just no denying it. She was there at first, and then she was gone for a couple of days, and then she was back, and then she was gone again. So we didn't get to hang around her too much, but she was really nice. She says she told Tap, "You have to get well so we can make some music." I don't remember her, but you that don't. I was a blur then. Yeah, she, that was pretty early on, and you uh, you liked her. And she, you you said, "Doesn't she remind you of Kelly a little bit?" And I'm like, "Yeah," uh, and hmm. she was really nice. She was a Christian. Yeah, they're little tiny rooms, but they're like. All yeah, wired with these these infusion uh, trees where they can then give you a bunch of IVs, at, and all on computers, and it's all pretty modern, and it's really a drag to be there. My thing was, I guess, through it, I didn't really realize how close I was to the end, but I just figured it's God's call. You know, and then they couldn't figure out how I recovered. Yeah, they they were all pretty amazed how, um, from such a septic, toxic, infected, you know, everything was off. Nothing was, was right. Everything was infected. Come on, Vincent. Go on. Cooperate. Well, I think um, they, uh, they, uh, they were kind of amazed at that, at how the numbers kept, you know, for example, they said, well, you're a diabetic. And then they, they, they go, the, they, there's a whole line of glucose tests. And then the next one, it's like, Perfect. it says normal. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and said, so wait a second, kidneys are shot. Huh? Oh, no, they're normal. Uh, the, yeah. <laughs> so. No, but this is, if, if it's true, if all that holds, then that's God's, you know, we thank you for miracle. Your prayers. Everybody yeah. so much. Really appreciate all the prayers. And, uh, you know, it's just, yeah. It's been. Uh, Tomorrow I head in for my last infusion, which I have an IV, you know, an open IV in my arm. And it's the last uh, of this um, uh, antibiotic to fight the uh, infection that I have. And, um, you know, then I guess the next steps are de- dealing with, with, you know, everything else. He's been taking baths. Ever since we got home, he's been taking baths every morning. And we have to put this, like, rubber sleeve over the patch on his uh, arm for the infusion. Keep that dry. Mm-hmm. And boy, is that tight. It really does work well, but it's, it's a real horrible kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> so... Then, um, so- you know, you got to get all this glue off of him. <laughs> you no. do the bath and try no. to rub it off and soap. Mm-hmm. I think I'll go out there with a little um, rubbing alcohol or something. Like that. Mm-hmm. Get all the tape marks. And... Well, anyway, the whole thing was wild the last three months, four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride at Disneyland. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> you know, it was like just absolutely out of control. And, um, you know, beginning with the uh, draining of, you know, more than, you know, 13 liters of urine plus, I don't know what else, blood, yeah, three, three or four liters, liters of blood. 
and then and then thinking I should be recovered and going on doing things, and I couldn't, and then eventually breaking down to another infection, and then uh, having to be hauled out of my own house in an ambulance, and 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 um, you know that, that everybody acting like you know like this is it, and yeah, it took them as they were loading him up. Uh, yeah, you, well, you, 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 you look at the ceiling. Down the reading the updates on Facebook, you know kind of what happened. And what happened was he had gotten so sick, and we thought it was, uh, uh, you know, a, we weren't too worried about it because we thought it was uh, food poisoning from this egg bite he had at Spatafa. Mm. And he probably did get food poisoning, but I he, did. he was already infected, unbeknownst to us. Right. Uh, we took him to an urgent care. It's a bladder infection. That okay. bladder infection. A really good doc yeah. there, and she checked him out pretty thoroughly. By the end of the day, uh, about five o'clock, four o'clock, four thirty-five o'clock, she was she called us because she'd got her her information back for the blood test and all the stuff that she had checked on earlier in the day, and she said, "Dial nine one one. Don't try to take him to the emergency. Let yourself get the professionals involved and just." Well, they they had to stabilize you here before they left because your heart was like going all over the place. That's what took them so long here before they took off. But they well, the heart, the the heart, the irony of this whole thing is I don't have a, I, don't, I still don't have an appointment with the cardiologist, which is the one thing I do need is to to understand this circuit. That's, yeah, um, we're hoping so, we did put a call into so. Kayla, the pharmacist liaison organizer. She seems pretty cool. She actually knows who Dr. McCullough is and Judy Mikovits and Alex Jones. Yeah, no, she'll check out your supplements. She'll check out the InfoWars supplements yeah. and she'll go through and she'll, she'll figure out if there's something this in there that would be contraindicated. Like, like if there's an ingredient that would be contraindicated with an ingredient in one of the drugs you're taking, she'll find it yeah. and let you know. Now that is pretty invaluable and that's why I say you, get, you just got to take the good with the bad. You got to I guess she was nice too because she sort of got you. You have to divide. Well, I mean, you know, I'm. She got you down off the wall with the uh, the 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 what do they call it? Coagulant, uh, CP hex, whatever. They you know they monitor the blood. They monitor the heart. I'm sorry. They monitor the heart. Yeah, they're trying to prevent it. They're trying to. She was a little bit of a a dragon lady at first, and she just basically said. When Jeff said, uh, if, if I take this one medication, it makes me feel like a zombie, so I stopped taking it. And she got so upset. She said, am I hearing you correctly? You're not going to take this medication that I'm prescribing? And he said, well, it makes me feel like blowing my head off. And and she said, okay, I'm not going to admit you. <laughs> and they were wheeling him out. I was getting kicked they were, out. They were kicking him out from the appointment. And the and program. Then, and whatever else. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Kayla? What's her name, Kayla? No, um, okay, that's she, was, she sort of intervened, and she got everything kind of calmed down and got Zeph to, you know, go ahead through the appointment. And Zeph told the, uh, the, the dragon lady, Kat, she said, you're going to end up liking me. <laughs> and she laughed. 
But she she did by the end of it. Well, it's okay. Look, it, it's it, we're just we're not yes people, and you know we don't. Um, you know we we hate the uh, the B system. So what so. Uh, what happened was he ended up he went back on this medication. It's not really a blood thinner. It just is a blood kind of. Yeah, through the AFib. Organizer to, to try to help. I mean, some people stay on this stuff for years. It's yeah. similar to Wayfarin, I guess. Yeah, but it's I have a heart issue, yeah. so. That has to be dealt with, and a lot of things have to be dealt with, and then we're going to deal with them. But I think, you know, my view of health is the overall overall health is really what the, um, the goal is because that affects everything, like all boats rise with a, with a rising tide. So, you know, and then the holy, uh, you know, homeopathic, um, um, homeopathic approach and uh, naturopathic approaches, of course, those work too. They can't save your life like like what I had to go through. But then you can then be moving into those things, and um, hopefully be able to get you know some quality of life. I think the other thing is quality of life, right? Like you can hear my voice right now that I have definitely quality of life right now at this moment. I have complete quality of life. It may not be perfect. You know what I mean? I, I you know I'm I'm here with all the mind control stuff too about you know people taking vacations and going here and there in the summer and hey you got into the studio today babe yeah well i'm trying to struggle struggling can't do what i used to do in terms of moving around and getting things done and 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 i'm needing to get a few more things done to 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 be able to do stuff that i'd like to do i've another thing is i had a um another thing happened that was really strange it was uh my motor motor movements in terms of typing and stuff um, it's like things got kind of scrambled with all the drugs that they were giving me. Mm-hmm. And so then, and, and so then I, yeah, so then I was, it's almost like, you know, you, this is impossible. You're almost like forgetting how to type and not being able to type a, for a while I couldn't even type a sentence. Even just like, hello, how are you today? I couldn't do that. So, the other um, day he was um, trying to order some flowers for a friend who was having a birthday and we, he literally could not, could not get it done. You know, yeah, I, yeah. I, well, I, but, but, but see, I went through this when, uh, when I was in a coma. I went through some other thing. <clears throat> and that, it just takes, you know, a few weeks. You just have to, you, you retrain. Yeah, it comes back. It does come back. So I don't know, you know, um, is this a reprieve? I don't know yet. I'm still kind of on being watched. So, you know, for... Um, you know, sudden death syndrome. Uh-huh. Well, he, so. when he was discharged, it was a day later than we'd hoped. However, it was good because we had, you know, I got to spend the night there with him that that final night and really see the lay of the land. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't even have to describe it now. Yeah, do, do, do and, um, also... Um, Horror. Yeah, they don't just give you your drugs. They're, they're putting all kinds of all kinds of voodoo on you. <laughs> oh yes, very dangerous place. No. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember much about the beginning. He had some fugues going on. He had he had some other realities he was dealing with. 
quite, uh, it would make really kind of a cool movie, you know. Uh, like the CIA guy who was, you were a CIA agent who was a witness to Kennedy's assassination and you were testifying in the trial. I was fingering the guy that did it. Yeah. And you, uh, you had gone on a train, he had this whole voyage, you know, he explained it. I was on the train in Dallas. Yeah. And, um, but, you know, that was one that would kind of stand out. And then the nurses would come in and talk to me, and, and I'd be in the dream, and I'd yeah. be talking in the dream, and they would think I'm completely lost it. He was going, are we in the courtroom? Things like that, you know? Are we in the courtroom? Yeah. But anyway. Um, no, I'll just. We're very grateful for the care we got. The, the two doctors that worked on him, the first guy, I think was really sharp. I mean, really sharp. Uh, we always get his name wrong. But, uh, he was a, like Dr. Boga or something. Foga. 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 He, um, uh, he was from Africa. He had a very strong accent. But he would, he would do things like grab Seth's stomach and go, I am going to examine you. And he was making, he's making a joke. He's, yeah. he's a pretty but funny he was, guy. He was very smart. Kept, he kept adjusting everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, he was the best doctor there. Yeah, he was yeah. excellent. And yeah. then, First thing she said was, hold your arm out straight. And it, and it was rock solid. She said, I'm gonna, you know, you know you're, you've got an alcoholic problem, I'm going to prove it. And the next thing she goes, put your arm out. Put my arm out. It was just a very slight little jitter. She goes, you see, you see, you're starting, you're starting to go through withdrawal symptoms. No, you never did. It was, uh, I told her towards the end, I said, you know, you're having, they, about, about a month ago, he went without drinking for about two weeks. But she was convinced that I had no, that I had delirium tremens, yeah. and that's what all the fugues and all the stuff yeah. was. Fugues and like when I was saying, I said, "Look, I can see know. things on the roof," and, and they go, "Oh, that's delirium." So she she was fully convinced she was, until the end, until the very last day. In fact, the last day we didn't get discharged. I didn't get out of there when I wanted to, and uh, but the next day we did. So so she had to be. You know, con- you know when you when we look back on it, you weren't quite ready that having fugues and you were still like you were saying things like to the doctor you were saying like my constitutional rights are being violated <laughs> and uh, what uh, sensible uh, civilized people do is they get their lawyers involved and she just like she just whipped around on her heel and walked out quickly yeah, and yeah, it was uh, uh, I was like oh, don't threaten me you know Come on, man, call, call a day. And then he was like going off on me. He goes, you should never wear a patriotic shirt again. You're no patriot. Don't you see my constitutional rights? <laughs> <laughs> he did that for a few days. And he goes, he was telling me, you're no, you're no patriot. <laughs> but then I finally gave up and sought forgiveness. Well, there, there's the kids out there listening to this, or whenever they listen to this, this would just be like grandma and grandpa, you know, sitting around the fire, g- giving you a little fireside chat of a, of one of our experiences. And, survive, you know. And, 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 you know, you have to understand that the hospitals are all millennials, and you are, you know, the boomers. 
And when you go in there, immediately you get. Fuck, you're white. And you're white. Oh, oh, yeah. The 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 the, um, the white racism is. Uh, I have to report on this. Uh, from the younger ones. They, they, from the younger ones, get a very bad reputation at uh, at this hospital. I, I I was amazed at the over racism. The doctor was not racist. No, 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 but. Talking about some of the nurses, I, I could not believe the overt racism. Just, just they, they're like, I don't care, even if I get in trouble. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, help you. You know, they're there to help you, and if you're white, they're they're not gonna help you. And, white, old, and male is like the worst. And then being older, being a Christian, of course. And being a Christian. yeah, but but he, but, has, he has a he has a tattoo on his uh, wrist. It says Holy Spirit. You know, the only reason they're yeah, caught up in racism is is whenever they're doing anything they, they log it all in they have the, they have their phone for the day yeah. and they uh, are taking pictures of I I told I told one I said hey let's let's have a truce I don't have anything against you just just let me let me get better and get out of here I'm not going to ever see you again you know What did she say Well I you know I, I grabbed her hand and I said come on you know wow. knock it off what do you want to come in here and treat me like shit for? Yeah. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Yep. We had a really excellent... Well, I mean, any further... Really, a couple of situations, any further, it's, then it would definitely be elderly abuse, mm-hmm. and it would definitely be written up and uh, prosecuted. So, I mean, it's like they must know where the line is. They really wanted us to, you know, write them a good review. And then... Oh, we haven't written one yet. No, I'm not going to write a good review or a bad review. I'm not going to... I kind of made a habit of not, you know, if I don't have anything nice to say, whatever, just kind of leave it alone. At least I've been trying to live by that last, you know, lately more and more. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's just a waste of time to write bad reviews. But if there's somebody that's exceptional, most people don't take the time to write a good review. There were so. several that were exceptional. None, you know, and none of that, what I'm and, saying. Uh, Charles, he yeah. lived by Chuck. Right? None, of, none of what I'm saying rises to anything other than just the streets. Just the way it is out there. Mm-hmm. Nothing, but 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 I can verify this: the very kind of racist, and um, especially, um, I guess this is the new uh, the new homophobia or whatever is the elderly. You know, the new racism is the elderly. Mm-hmm. So it's. Um, it, it, I think white men in general. Well, if, a, a white man that's dying, elderly. you you got a bunch of people cheering. You know, secretly cheering that guy to die. When you go into it, and you can feel it, if you're a sensitive person or whatever, you can feel all of those kind of childish things that they do. And uh, it's very, very, very dangerous for health because, you know, some people just, you know, give up hope and then they die. And it's because that there's nobody around them helping them. Sure, they, they hand them water. They give them medication. They, they do this. But then, then, you know, you say, um, you wake up at 3 in the morning and it's medication. You go, what? I go, I said it's time for your medication. Like, like, like snapping at you. Like you didn't get it the first time. And was that the same gal that was there the night I was there? Yep. Because she was, she was much better behaved. Yeah, because I yelled. Yeah, yeah, well, because I, you know, went off on him. And there was another guy there was a total loser who was like, he just was a creep. You know? Ryan. Yeah. That, that last night. What a creep, that guy. I mean, this is a serious creep. He's just like the kind of guy that's like staring at you there from you across the, you know. Yeah, like, um, yeah. Uh, it's just a weirdo. 
you were dreaming that last night, and you kept saying it over and over again, kind of in a derisive tone. He said, he just ran away like a rabbit. He just ran away like a rabbit. And I was well, if you were talking about him or well, else. Well, so you go in there to get help, and basically you now have a new battle. It's not your health. It's whether you're going to survive the onslaught of their attacks. Then on top of that, what you're trying to do is get the help you need and then get the hell out of there. Okay, so that's kind of like where we're at with this whole thing. It's, it's, a, um, it's the biggest kind of ordeal I've been through, except, except probably at the, when you're dealing with psychiatric institutions where no one believes you and you're just like stuck for years on end. But it's... Um, it's, 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 it, there's a lot, not a lot of follow through either. Like on scholarship, I would say they got a huge academic problem over there. Cause like they'll write in a report, the newest thing of the report. Then that report becomes obsolete in a couple of days. And there's no new report to, to there, there's no new blood panel to compare the old blood panel to, which is uh, absolutely critical. Because when he checked out. Critical. All these things had cleared up that they were, were sure would never Kidneys, at the end. lungs. Kidneys, they said the kidneys don't bounce back. They were perfect. Lungs. They weren't perfect, but they're, yeah, they're, they're, on they the, perfect. they're on the men. No, they're perfect. Great. They were up to, to you know. Semi-normal. Normal. No, every, everything was normal. They were shocked, too, when your lungs were normal. They were shocked. And that's great that you had to stay the extra day. They weren't able to schedule that last Yeah, I, I will say. Yeah, no. The good part of it is the technical went okay, but the bad part of it, it's, it's um, if you're, um, you know, had problems being a targeted individual, you're sensitive, you're, you're, you've, you've, you have PTSD, any of those things. This is, this is, um, you're going to need help. You're going to need your friend or your loved one. Friends, family, help, family, who believe you. Because uh, it's, uh, it could easily have gone the other way. But you could see that uh, even if they didn't uh, really get along with the doctors, all the aides, you know, they kowtow to them. They, even if they didn't, you know, want to, they did. So that was good. Um, and we did have a really nice young man, uh, who, a California boy, for like the first, he was like on us the whole time, the, for like the first week. And then he left for a very uh, deserved vacation. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so that's, so, so that's where we're at now. Tomorrow is a, a final infusion and then um, follow-ups with uh, other doctors. And what I'm puzzled about is more blood tests. with final infusion, how come they don't have you scheduled somebody to check you like the next day or... well I'll get it checked I know but how come it's not scheduled well, I will schedule it Dr. Z okay we lost doctor, one Dr. Z so I'll have to step in there okay but anyway you know it's um, again it's not like Dr. Stella it's not like Dr. McCullough and, but it, it was an emergency there was really no choice to get, you know beggars can't be choosers in this case mm-hmm. so they got a long way to go if they want to be a, a place that cures people. 
you know, that's, that's there for the, the Hippocratic Oath. You know, the, do no harm. First, do no harm. Right. You know, uh, the woman at the uh, urgent care, she was really, uh, you know, like a human being kind of person. Uh. She, she was definitely, you know, very accommodating, very uh, understanding of the level of unpleasantness. When she first laid eyes on Jack, she knows this guy needs help. Yeah, there are a lot of a lot of coincidences, a lot of you know, a lot of accuracy on the uh, drugs used that that you know they may not not have been pleasant, but they you know did the job getting control of that heart and uh, you know understanding more about the oxygen level in the heart. Like, um, so I have been on oxygen most of the time now. And uh, so in my heart uh, monitoring, you know, when it's doing good, it's like at right now at 94%. My pulse is, uh, is down a little because of the, the meds, you know, trying to, trying to thin that out up there in the, uh, in the fluttering area, you know, to calm it down. Yeah. So it may be down a couple of points, like, you know, around 72, 76, 80. But then the... Um, the oxygen's been like consistently around 94, uh, which is pretty good. So I, I suppose that that reading is, you know, um, and it's been consistently like around, you know, at least like 75 and then 90, 75, 90, 74, you know, uh, 89, you know, just kind of like right in that range every time I put on the uh, monitor. And I usually did. I've done it with the oxygen and without the oxygen. And in each case, they're pretty close together. So I would say that, um, you know, the things are the things are going good, but can't, can't. I just... No, I I did it again today. Their drug, and I'm you know I have to wait and. To, but it, it's there's you know. The the thing about about it is it uh, it just need more discussion on it, and obviously ultimately it'd be great to have no drugs involved and 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 no need of you know, and then from their point of view, it's like yes, but we're preventing your stroke, you having a stroke. And um, so we're, and I'm looking at the data, I'm looking at the, you know, the reasoning, I'm looking at the science, and, you know, it all makes sense. And, but it also, at some point, you, you know, it's your decision whether you want to make the leap and say, okay, you know what, I just don't need any of that crap anymore, I'm going to move on into it. If you do move on into a holistic lifestyle as best as you can, you just have to remember that, uh, that, you know, it's, uh, whatever those kind of symptoms were that were life-threatening can, can be there again. And and also, the other thing to know is that uh, just holistic isn't going to do it for, for everybody. For every situation. 
and or every situation, and then you know there has to be some kind of creative thinking, um, uh, and prayer. There's just got to be, you know, like what you eat. I'm a firm believer in that. You know, what you eat, you know, what you're led to eat is really like when my blood, my glucose was spiking. You know, I was doing a lot of sugar, a lot of juice, a lot of sugar. You know, a lot, a lot of just right natural sugar, but still a lot of sugar. So when I cut, when I cut it, you know, even after a day or two, my uh, my glucose levels were back to normal. So you couldn't really put that label of diabetic on me anymore. No, no, they, they don't, the whole problem with this kind of medicine is they don't have any kind of forward thinking. Everything is based on the past. And, the past, right, right, and past, right, the past has already been dealt with. So, and all right, and so they're all reading these old reports and coming to conclusions on stuff that may not even be relevant today. And um, that is the problem, in a nutshell, with American medicine, with the American Medicine Association, with all the hospitals that are that are here, with the entire hospital system is flawed in that way. Right. So, so they're in the drug. So they're right. So they're in the drug business. That's basically they're owned by big pharma. They do what they're told. They don't ask questions. And they're going to be replaced by AI. So I want to move on to another topic, Trish. But it's good to have Trish here, right? You know, give you an update on the probably give you a lot more update than what you should you know have known but why not we started and why not report things when they're fresh well, you know Well, the the way it feels like within myself is it feels like I'm in hell. Like just this feeling of hell. And it's just completely pervasive. There is no feeling of any kind of... It's There's fleeting moments and there's a feeling of gratitude and joy being like with Trish and you and talking right here. But it's surrounded by this overwhelming feeling of hell. An overwhelming feeling of doom, and over. I'm just saying. Right, but it's. I'm. I'm in my veins and my thoughts and things I'm seeing. It's like, um, you know, similar to the movie Jacob's Ladder when the guy comes back from Vietnam. He starts seeing these little creatures and things, and his girlfriend's weird, and nothing is the same. And you know, that's how it feels to me. It's like nothing is the same. But then again, I can take that on a personal level, but I also take that on a collective level. You know, for anybody, nothing is the same. And we made a uh, comment that, that it looked to me like, you know, the, the kids were going to start going feral pretty soon, you know, a la road warrior. And, I, you know, I'm seeing more and more evidence of that. Like, you know, for example, um, you know, the idea of just... Un, un, Leashing these these minions these people have, you know these politicians have the leftist politicians, where the globalist politicians, the communists, 
and they just you know unleash them of scorched earth, whatever. Uh, you know, their 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 armies of uh, darkness, their armies of of failure, their armies of stupidity, and you, you know, like you see somebody just taking a hammer to his own head, saying, "Hey, <laughs> it's fun, huh?" You know, just that kind of level of horror. So that's that's the feeling it is in getting out of there. There's very little, you know. The other thing about the the the, the hospital, there's some cosmic thing. We got to remember this for. I may just write a, a, a quick slasher movie on this because, man, you know, nurses, you know, the the coven inside the hospital, right? Wouldn't you like to see that? You know, and and who's really running things? And are they vampires? Where are they from? You know, why are they coalescing? Why are there all these witches in there? I mean, it's it, it's chock full of witches, and then they go, you go in there, and they go, they're like, you know. Be kind to everybody, you know, because we like to think of this as a lovely, harmonious healing space. And these, like, little stickers are plastered all over the doors. And the, the irony of it, it, nothing could be further from the truth. And I'm not saying that you do any better down at, uh, you know, Presbyterian if you're at Albuquerque or if you're up in, uh, you, know, you know, Denver General or you're, you know, at the, uh, you know, Cedars-Sinai in L.A. or anywhere. I don't think you do any, I don't think it'd be any better anywhere. I think it'd be the same situation no matter where you go. It's because it's the same system. And um, it's, uh, what it really needs is it needs Govinda to revamp it. Because, you know, he, the the thing is, is, in that kind of medicine though, that kind of medicine is like free energy. It's not there to be making a profit. It's there to be, you know, it's all there it really should be to be private, to be private label. So that people that enter into this private collective, which is not communism, but a, a collective of people that are pooling resources, uh, and then they develop a system of healing. Um, so that would be homeopathic, naturopathic, all that. So I'm very, very, you know, tempted to get off and... Uh, in, in those directions when I feel better. Because I, when I started off here, my back was out in a couple of places. And, I, and like I said, I had been pretty mistreated in the, uh, in the hospital in terms of, you know, all being interrupted in the middle of the night and being, you know, you know, having people judging you and writing reports about you that just aren't true. And uh, it's... Um, and not having the ally there. You know, I had Trish by phone. Um, it, 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 it really also brought back a lot of, but it, but it, it brought back a lot of memories of being incarcerated with, with, with no way out. And, um, you know, with, with, and they said, well, you can sign out anytime you like, you can sign out at AMA. And I could see, shove that AMA form up your ass. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm too smart for that. Going to sign out AMA. I'm going to get a distance. That would that would wreck my whole, you know, insurance the ability to get anything done. But if that had to happen, I guess I suppose I could. If it got down to, you know, we're going to give you a lobotomy or something, or you, you better in that case you better sneak out. But um, anyway, so let's hope this is the conclusion of this matter, and that we can go forward in life and and. Uh, 
and have lots more pleasant days than, than these because these have been the worst. And um, I, I've never felt so many days in hell, like so many, so much constant hell, like everyone I look at, everyone I see, every taste, you know, just like the food I couldn't eat because the taste was so awful. It was like, it came from hell. All right, so let me change. Uh, uh, okay, so that we've, we've hosed that down pretty good. Zig Heil. Zig Heil. Yeah. Plus, there's like a million things I have to do that are in my mind to do that I, if I could, uh, they would be really cool to exist in the world if I can bring myself the, uh, to, 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 to be energized enough and motivated enough to, to, to you know, get out what has to get out. But it's a big lift and, and you know, uh, uh, anyway, I wanted to change the subject here. And, um, you know, I, we talked about the, the feral people and that's already happening. The, the next time you see that will be uh, well, the next time you know Joe Biden throws a fit or something, you know how he does he does behind the scenes, you know, kill them all. I'll kill their whole family. You know, he's he's just like a, a, a typical mobster, you know, in rhetoric, from what I understand. And um, you know, when he's talking, you know, nobody fucks with the Biden and all that. So when but when they set their little minions loose, you know, I think what what this war that we're talking about, this like cosmic war, is also a war of the angels, and um, it's it's really ultimately a spiritual war, and it's a war that's going to involve extreme technology and extreme things that we've never seen before and never heard before, and um, you know, just like every day, we discover things we've never. Discovered, and then then when we discover them, we act like, oh, it's always been that way, right? Right? And when it began with the Mandela effect, and it's like, oh, oh, it's always been that way, and now it's like wild things are coming out of nowhere. It's like, oh, we've always had those spy balloons up there. It's no big deal, 
you know, and, and, it, and, and how far can that go before the average dolt, the average idiot, finally says something, finally snaps and goes, this thing is insane. It's a death trap. It's, 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 it's uh, the end of the line. It's over. Because when you come to your senses now, you realize it's not only, you know, game over, but it's game over, game gone. So it's a new game. And the new game is, again, it's not really going to be about individual survival or individual, you know, who wins, who loses. It's ultimately going to be, you know, the, the resettling of the cosmos, the resettling of, of cosmic things, I should say, unlimited cosmic things, the re- reestablishment of cosmic things, uh, a re, a, you know, a re... Uh, you know, a re um, sort of almost telling of, of certain narratives, a re energizing in one way, but also a uh, you know, destructive of, of what is old, what is what is blocking. And what is blocking is you and me, you know, um, being with our Lord, you know, being being in that whatever space that would be, who cares what it is, and um. You know, being at that level of harmony, at that level of, of perfect uh, justice, perfect grace, um, you know, that, that be at that level of hallelujah, that's this, this, this constant joy and appreciation and gratitude uh, toward the Lord for any, not, not this thing or that thing that happened or this thing over here or that over there, but for everything all the time. It's just like it's a, like, a, like, a, like a, an electrical buzz. You know, they're just constantly on. And and I think that, you know, the whole world is groaning for that for that solution. The whole world is groaning to get, you know, rid of this the extreme perversion, the extreme I don't even know if you would I wouldn't call it perversion anymore. I would call it um you know, I think the the the, the guys are calling it mass psychosis transformation were kind of close. In getting a you know getting an idea, but I would say it's a it's 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 a um, you know it's like a frequency, a feral frequency that's reeling people in with its kind of on the one hand with this notion of fairness and equality and equity for people, and then the ability to get even with your perceived enemies. Like you know the hatred I experienced there in the hospital was just like it's so thick you could cut it with it was just like. You know, it, it was, it's not a place to go. If, if there's any other alternative, don't go there. That would be my advice to you. And I'm not going to go back into it again, but I'm just saying, you know, the, 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 these people have been turned into non-thinking, um, reactionary, but under control of a command and control uh, to exact political change, you know, terrorism, uh, in their favor, you know, their favor, because they think they're all going to have a piece of this uh, new world order once they get rid of the white people, the old people, um, the the the, um, the straight people, and uh, whoever else is going to wind up on the list. Probably everyone, because they're too stupid to figure out what how far duped they've been. And you know, people that cut slack, it's the cutting slack time is over. It's not. It's not about being merciful. You know, the idea is not to, they're not my enemy. 
it just it's a feral beast we're dealing with. It's a feral, you know, it's a lion that comes and eats your children. So you got to, you know, fortify the, the, the children's quarters so they don't get, you know, harmed in this situation. And um, that, that, that's basically, you know, what the, uh, what the thing is. Because once they unleash this um, do it thou wilt, you know, sort of Alistair, Alistair Crowley thing, the whole point of do it thou wilt is the devolution and complete kaput end of uh, the system other than a totalitarian, you know, robot that you get food from or something like that. I mean, that's the end of the line. You know, we're at the end of the line. Your your biggest enemy of the state of people right now, his name is Larry Fink, and he would be um, not... It, it's really more for how um, inverted of a human he is, how, how perverted, but how inverted. And um, they all kind of share the same inversion. There is no point for him to keep living. I mean, there's no point for him to breathe another second. Because if you hate life, and you hate God, you hate where you came from, and you hate the you hate the atmosphere, you hate carbon, you hate you know you hate uh, a, you know a pastoral life, you you hate city life, you hate every single thing that there is. All you are is just pure hate personified. Then project that on the people you don't like as as a weapon to go kill them. Um, you know that that is a beyond a rabid dog at that point, you know. There is no reason for this person to actually breathe because there's not one thing that he does that's worthy of God sustaining it, you know, unless there is some reason God's using him for now until he's done with him, which I'm sure that's the case. But, I mean, from the point of view of if you have a, a world of people that, you know, say hate God and hate creation... Because they all hate the same thing. They hate creation. They hate God. They, they hate the. You know, they come up with global warming and all that stuff, because they just want to hate people that, <laughs> that would think otherwise. Even though, they themselves will will do what they can to turn off the, uh, you know, will create, you know, environmental disasters. For example, weather wars. Weather wars have made it so people can't travel anymore. They just make the whole country, just a just a mess of uh, weather wars, which they just continually do. And, and when they find out more ways to punish people, they will. Okay, so a world like that, there's no reason for God to sustain even one of those people. And there are millions of them, but there's no reason for them to exist. If you love life, love God, love, you know, like most of us, just, you know, you know, even with the good and bad and ups and downs and all the things we go through, there's a basic love of life, there's a basic love of, you know, family, there's a basic love of, you know, friends, and, and, and you know, there's a basic um, connection between people, and we like, we like to talk about the Lord, and what the Lord's doing, and, you know, talk about, you know, movies, and arts, and different things we do, and um, if, if you're that kind of person, then you always will be seeking more of the Lord. Like last few days I felt like I was completely cut off from the Lord. And that's why I said hell. So what is hell to me? Hell to me is like I'm completely cut off, out of control, in this system that's not my home, around these people that are not my brothers and sisters, the people who hate me. And, and here they are 
trying to cure me. And, and, and the pollution I'm feeling goes deep into my guts. It's like I'm feeling this darkness deep within inside me. And I'm saying, Lord, are you there? In this dark, almost black as night place, are you there? Where there is no light, no love. Just my schedule. When do I get off? When do I, you know, you know when do I push this button? And, it, you know, this mechanized kind of um, uh, amalgamation of, uh, you know, non-caring people. And... I just ask, are you there, Lord? What, what is this? And I think one of the, like I'm feeling now the presence of the Lord right now, this moment. Maybe this is why I call it the podcast, you know, because I've been, you know, busy with these meetings and back and forth and infusions and, and then trying to figure it out, you know, what the next step is. And uh, so I do appreciate, I can feel that presence of God it's this warm feeling, you know, like, um, it's a good feeling. It's a glowing feeling. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to this, like, being cold walls and stark angles and stark shadows and, and, and untrustworthiness and, and being on guard and ready to fight, you know. And, uh, and then, well, where is God in that, you know? Having food that's inedible, actually literally inedible. And, 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 and you know, being, you know, being tortured and analyzed and you know, woken up in the middle of the night and not allowed to sleep. And, um, you know, it's, uh, where is God in that? So I'm going to be retracing my steps, too, to figure out what I did, because I thought I was on the mend, and then all of a sudden I got that food poisoning thing, and the thing that, that led to a disaster. Suffice to say, I won't be going and eating at Starbucks ever again. Never. Even if, I, I don't never say never, but I mean, it's like never again. It's never again, you know, I, I don't care. You know what I mean? I just like... Uh, it's, it's just, you're going to have to be God's going to have to just lead me through it. But I do have to rely on some doctors, you know, like I'm, I am having to rely on some AMA stuff still coming up. And, um, you know, I'm just going to have to do my best at, uh, you know, threading the needle you know, uh, separating the wheat from the chaff. And uh, trying to get to a point where, um, you know, there is some kind of uh, solution to a couple of the problems I have, especially in the urinary tract. If there's a way to, 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 to fix anything or a healing that way. And I think that will ultimately lead me through a little bit of a journey more with the allopathic, but then heading toward probably more and more of a, like, you know, holistic approach and, and, and all that. But what would be the purpose? The purpose would be, well, for one thing, to stay out of a wheelchair. That would be a good idea. 
okay? If I could stay out of the wheelchair, you know, and just, just, because I got no problem with strength in my legs and all that. It's just this thing that they put in me that's just making me bonkers. Plus, um, dangerous. So I am, I want to get away from thinking about all this stuff. And I know that there's nobody that's like carefree in the way, look at all these commercials like, oh look, they're at the beach and they're carefree. What a dumb cliche that is. People are not at the beach and carefree. They're they're about to go off the deep end. They're watching their televisions. They're seeing the Caribbean there and they're thinking, you know, God, that could be me. And uh, because they hate it here. Because they hate their lives. And that was the whole idea of Antifa and all that. They were supposed to be hating their lives. And, and you know, because there's no equity. And it turns out to be that they're working for the, uh, for the Larry Finks of the world. They're working for the Soroses. They're working for the Clintons. They're working for the, the, same, the same damn people. And after reading all the books, yeah, I'm not going to go through them, but I mean, after reading all the books, yeah, what it really is is it's just basically, you know, the the rich people of the world want to rule the world and tell it what to do. And all of them want to be the numero uno, you know, well, even Klaus Schwartz, he wants to be number one. They all want to be number one. It's like the old Tears for Fear song. Everybody wants to rule the world. Well, that's especially true of them, but they're not happy unless they're torturing people. And the only way they could get to that point, by the way, is be abused when they were, when they were children. Anyway, I thank God for the heroes out there that are fighting the good fight. And uh, we need more. Um, I could have got myself in quite a bit of trouble the way I flapped my jaw back there and wouldn't take any shit back in the hospital. You do what you are comfortable with. That could have easily wound up you know, in jail or something like, you know what I mean? It could have gone that way. So uh, the Lord did have a different plan. You know, he had me stand down, but I it got to that, that fever pitch. And oh boy. No, I mean, I have nothing to be proud of. You know what I mean? I've, I'm, you know, I've been a hothead. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't think I'm as aggressive as a guy like Alex Jones who just wants to go fight someone. I don't know, maybe I, you know, maybe I need a weapon. I don't know. No, I don't think that was it. I think it's just basically, I'm tired of being kicked around. I'm tired of being lied to. And I'm tired of being treated like a, you know, a third class citizen. Not because I'm white. And not because I'm male. But because of, of, of my age. I'm sick of, you can shove that up your ass, asshole. I'm sick of that. And I'm going to call it out publicly, even to where people have, feel uncomfortable with me and want to remove me. Because a a lot of elderly people just suffer, you know, for no reason. And, you know, and it's because the people that want to do the abusing, well, they sense weakness there, right? Old age makes it a lot easier to abuse, a lot more fun, huh? Time for the vigilante. Well, anyway, um, yeah, if I do get inspired and find a week somewhere and some really cool zone of music to be in or some kind of thing. I definitely want to write about nurses.
I want to get right down into that nub, that, that heart of darkness. I want to find out what makes these Jezebels tick. Of course you know what makes them tick. But uh, I want to do my own version of it. Oh, yeah. They want to get together with the head doctor. Uh, they want to ruin his marriage and blackmail him and, you know, have uh, complete authority over the way patients are treated and, and gather her own little power, her own little power trip in the back there and, you know, have everybody else, uh, you know, admire and try to emulate her and then pretty soon build this, this, complete hospital from the inside out is a coven that's basically there to sacrifice people. The whole thing is do no harm and the whole point of the hospital is do harm. Someone crosses out do no harm, they cross out no. Can you imagine that? Like like it's engraved in the tiles like in one of the bathrooms or something. Do no harm and someone scratches out no. So you walk in and look in the mirror and it goes, do harm. Did you see that? I'm just seeing it now. Yeah, because I'm insane. Yeah. yeah, I can run the movie in my head now because I'm insane. I could, oh, you have an imagination? Oh, you're insane. Here, take these drugs. This will knock them out of you. Ah. Uh, it's evil. I just feel like I've been in the presence of pure evil. Not brotherly love. Not any kind of sympathy or what do you call it when you care for people? Empathy. Empathy. And um, that is except for a few. A very few. And those very few, I think, know who they are. And I've, I've told them all how much I appreciated them because that's, that's rare. And I probably will write up some good reviews on them, but uh, don't expect me to write anything good about um, the uh, system we have here. And those of you who don't have insurance, you know, this may be God's way of just helping you to, to, to just have to network with people that can help. Because there's a lot of people out there that know a lot about medicine, a lot about you know, healing bones and, you know, uh, infections and uh, you know, the use of, uh, uh, you know, the drugs and different things that aren't necessarily, you know, in the system and they're not there to gouge you, you know what I mean? That are there, you know, because they care. Trish insists on taking more pictures, but nothing is going to make me... Any younger, I must have put on five years at least since going through that. At least. When you say, You're looking good to me. Well, it's, it was looking pretty bleak a few days ago. It was looking dark. It, it was a shock, a surprise. And hopefully, we won't get docked too bad, you know, financially, which is a possibility too because <laughs> they have to reassess it and they have to analyze it and they have to, you know, you know, even a little cup that has your little medication in it, that, that costs something. 
it's, it's disgusting. It really is. It's, it's horrible. But I know you know if you've been there. Well, then I'm a I'm a fellow uh, understander along with you. Um, as far as the news right now, there's not much really going on. Uh, Putin did his uh, did his, did his uh, you know kind of a show of force and a his enigmatic thing, and and everyone said, "Oh, Putin's losing the war now." <laughs> Uh, as as Putin, no, no. I mean, you look at that. You look at that. It was like you know, yeah, they're 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 um, not going to be you know tricked into attacking each other. Their fellow countrymen, they're going to just call it a day, go home, and just realize the whole Ukraine war is a joke, of a joke, of a joke. It's just clown show all day long. It's really mainly about money laundering and uh, human trafficking and biolabs, biolabs. Right, they don't like the Iranians. They want to, they want to get the Iranians there. Yeah, I think the Iranians will end up being like 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 Trump's best friend. Although, you know, I cannot imagine a guy like Trump be, being. Uh, watch out about, about for my thing. My yeah, there there's a danger with the uh, my my. Here, here's the, the thing where, where I'm at with the, the, the Trump DeSantis. First of all, it's all a joke, okay? I could care less. I, I think DeSantis is, I like the fact that he's, he's you know, stopping the, the commie programs a little bit in, in Florida and that they have a booming economy. I enjoy the economy. I like people being successful. Uh, and that's great if, if that can happen. I'm, I'm, uh, uh, intrigued with uh, Bobby Kennedy, um, obviously, just as a person, and you know, consider him a, a good person too. I'm, I'm, Trump, I think, is a, in my view, is like a giant figure, like this huge warrior. You know what I mean? Like, like a superhuman warrior, and and it's like you know. My question for uh, Trump is: Do you do you really believe that he has the backing to uh, wage war against uh, the the uh, you know, the euphemism of the deep state of this you know the FBI, CIA, military military industrial complex? I mean, can he really do that? Because I certainly never saw that before. He got his ass kicked. Can he really? Can he really once and for all, we're going to throw down the gauntlet. We're going to end this war. Really? I mean, I don't know about anything. I mean, I know he betrayed us on uh, Big Pharma, and he was seemed to be in the pocket of Pfizer the whole time. And that boy, ouch, that hurts. But he's also against human trafficking and done other things. Great things with trade and the economy that have helped me directly. That helped me directly. That you know now it's the other way where we're under siege. Well, we plane trips have tripled. We can't fly our people anywhere to do anything anymore. Uh, you know, basically, it's all going into bankruptcy. Everything. So I mean, you know, 
if, if my vote counted, which it doesn't, but I mean, if it did, I would obviously always vote for fiscal, uh, for, you know, you know, prosperity for our country. And, um, you know, obviously for borders and order, law and order, constitution all the way. And, um, you know, I, I really don't, I just don't understand what the, what all the screaming is about because what the left, the commies want to do is what they always want to do is overthrow the country and then lock up everybody that disagrees with them and shoot them and kill them and then have this like goose-stepping little army walking up and down the street making a big display of all their missiles and now they're going to conquer the world. And they do no benefit for anyone, not the children, not the adults, no one. It only benefits the rich white guys like Larry Fink, you know, well, sure, he may be Jewish, but he's still, uh, you know, a big, fat, white guy. You know, uh, he, he, ain't no, he ain't no Jew either. Latest expose of BlackRock. He's a Fink, though. And all those uh, guys, I mean, they, they, uh, war is good for business. Yeah, they like wars. They, they like spending our blood. And, and they're just disgusting. Like I said, there's no reason for them to actually exist. But they're stronger than all. We don't have the capability of fighting them. But Trump says he's going he's to fight them and win, and that's going to be the end of it. Now, what do you believe? I, I'm gonna, look, I'm so confused about it all right now. I don't know what to think, except I'm just trying to hold on to the Lord. I don't know about you, but to me, it seems like this is, there's people out there. I mean, I, I'm grateful for all the new things I'm seeing. That, that that life is not dead, that we're not in a rut. But it must be just horrible living day to day, don't you think? You know, when when was the last time you were able to just kick back with your music collection and, you know, get into like, you know, maybe you're into vinyl or something, get some cool vinyl records and kick back and get a mood going and enjoy yourself. Can you remember? Oh, I do that every day. Is he, well, let's see. Well, you're so far advanced. How about, or anything? I mean, I mean, he was concentrating on him. A lot of people got addicted to streaming on Netflix and all that, but that just turned out to be one big pacifier. Quality of those shows went right down through the floor. Uh, you know, they kind of emulate things of the past, but they're not as good. Isn't that awful? And, and, and then they've taken away all the opioids. You know, now that they replace with poison, fentanyl, so that doctors can't prescribe more than Tylenol. You go through a major operation, you need morphine. You can't have that. Um, it, to me, it's... Um, I guess it was over for a long time, and now it's how, how long you can stand before you die. You know, how long you can you can hang in before you finally before the final curtain comes down on you, you personally, me personally, and it just seems like that's what's going on. You know, it's even about recovery. It's like recovery to do what? What if I recover and I'm able to walk, you know, again, and I'm able to do stuff? Does does that mean that I recover? What do I recover? What do I win? 
Yeah, tell Buck what he's won. Well, what have we won here? What have we won? Used to be people wanted revival to win the kingdom for Jesus, to win the world for Jesus, to convert souls to Jesus that, that would save their lives, literally, because Jesus is the only thing that in existence, in, in past, present, future, and all dimensions at once, that saves souls. Everything else kills souls. So that what I was saying, I feel the presence of hell and not Jesus. I don't feel Jesus now. It felt like cold, like, like my soul is dying. My soul can't live without Jesus. Now, I, I, that's the absolute truth, 1,000%. And it's true for every single person on earth, and no exception. It's an axiomatic rule, just like, you know, if you have you know, gravity out there. You throw a rock, it goes up, it goes down. It's just a rule. Jesus saves, same thing. And saves from all the delusion and all the stupid talk people do, especially around here in Santa Fe. It's uh, God defined an intellectual conversation. It's not even intellectually, a spirited conversation. It's conversation of spirit. I love talking about anything about existence, the Bible, and, you know, different stories, and all kinds of things I like to talk about and think about. I, I have a hard time finding uh, people that, that, that at all, like, for example, in that hospital, nobody could talk about anything. No, literally, no one talked about, no one could actually talk. It, it was just... Uh, God, I, I feel sorry for them too. Shit, that's where their lives wound up, man. And they think they're helping people. Holy shit, they should be sent over to our friends in Pakistan and put to work over there. Yeah, then they. I think that you know, me too. I think that would be the antidote for this complacent sort of corporate. Uh, gossipy, disgusting, you know, life on the ward thing that we've had to endure. Man. But anyway, those bright lights that I talked about, they've, you know, I talked about the Lord too. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, what a blessing. You know, just trying to, Keep that going. Those few good eggs there that are here, there, you know, they're always out there somewhere. You just lift them up, Lord, into prayer to keep them strong because they're getting stuffed out, too. They're getting stuffed out by the evil. They need to be strengthened, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah. I hope it doesn't get to this thing of like holding on to a rope with this big force pulling at you and when you can't hold on anymore, you let go and that's it. I hope there's some another more creative, interesting, loving solution. And when I say loving, I mean 
life affirming, love affirming, uh, you, you know, relationship affirming, appreciation affirming, like, you know, grat gratitude boosting, uh, you know, experiences for people. Because at, at this point, it just seems like people are phoning it in and they're just living in drudgery and they're just going through their routine and just trying to get through another day. It's really no one to blame, you know, really. Of course, this is the way people are. And um, what's being gone from our society is compassion. What's being taken is compassion. And uh, we hope that, uh, I guess when the COVID thing came through, and they got paid for, you know, the, the excess deaths. They're still pushing the COVID vaccine over the hospital. It's, it's, it's almost incredible to me that, 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 that these people are, are that brain dead. But it, it is the way it is. There's still people pushing masks. And I'm like, I, I just don't, I, for the life of me, I can't understand how people could get that far removed from reality. I, I, I really, it's really quite a feat. It is indeed. Uh, you know. With all the tube coming out, they still go along with the charades, you know? The scams. Well, the yeah, they still, they're still ready to lock down. <laughs> Well, consider that another one in the hopper. And here's some more. Uh, I, I do feel the Lord's going to answer our prayer, though, for more joyous days ahead. I do. I do. I do, and there's a lot of people waking up. Um, every time I sign anything in the, the whole system from the emergency room night on, It's hard for me to believe that they would, that would even consider. I know. Um, what do you do with people like that? Well, like you said, we do have to have compassion even for them, you know. Like Madonna, she just uh, Shit. out of uh, being intubated had a very bad bacterial. Lung infection, probably. Bacterial. Um, she was unresponsive. They found her unresponsive. Yeah. She was rushed. If she's intubated, she was, she was, yeah, lung. I got to feed this as well. I just want right. to say thanks to everybody. All right, everyone. Thanks. God and bless you. I'm, I'm, I'm wooing Trish into the show little by little, and I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a help, and I think we also need to get our prayer group back. And, you know, and if you guys have a good, joyous day or week or, Something happens and things turn around a little bit, um, you know, let us know. Because I sure would like to hear some about people having a, you know, I'm sure Hannah 
earful over the last decade and a half of people um, suffering, you know, <laughs> suffering. And then, you know, all the people that were kind of on my healing journey from PTSD, which has been a, which really got tested this last week. Oh, geez. But all those people that, you know, had gone through, um, you know, being trafficked and, um, you know, mind controlled and then put in the program, that's the military program where they, you know, uh, there's all kinds of nefarious things going on with mind control in there and then turned into, you know, couriers, assassins, <laughs> and whatever else, you know, and especially children who are being taught to remotely kill people. You, you know, what the hell kind of people are there in the United States that would do things like that? You know, Peter Bregan has a book, you know, about Boston and, and, and all that. There's more on Julian West. There's plenty of um, uh, info, and, you know, and all the experts, they're all infighting each other. And, uh, but, but the truth of the matter is, you know, they look for the gifted kids is one part, part, and they try to get them to do magical things against other people and, and really, you know, wreak havoc. And they feel it's, uh, it's, it's, it's worth it. And they began with the Tibetans, you know, and, and now, <laughs> I just, can you imagine the, 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 the Dalai Lama sitting there like a gangster, you know, getting, getting, getting payoffs, Anyway, it all turned out to be one big shit show, huh? Yeah, but see, God never lets it be that way. He'll never just let it be something you can say, oh, that's a shit show, or me can say, ah, that's a shit show. He'll never, he'll never let it be that way. We'll end up with egg on our face. There'll be something profound coming, something unbelievable, something overwhelming, something when, they, when it catches you, it's going to catch you. From, I just don't ever want to go to that place where I don't know where the Lord is, guys. I can't feel him. All I feel like is just like Darth Vader, you know, Nazis. You know, ew. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know, I know. And Frankie, Frankie and I were always counting down the, the days to the final Armageddon. Remember that? Prophecy Wars. And, and it went after a while. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. Oh, well, I'm still here, false prophet. <laughs> You know, and uh, let's play that one. God bless you. And um, well, let this be the beginning, hopefully, of uh, another incline. I've, I've, to make this work, I have to have my other work be working. And, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, I can get around okay with, you know, you know, just... Uh, The more imp important thing for me is just have my wits about me than, than whether I'm using my legs or not. All right. And here we go. What, what are you telling me? They lie? What, for money? How much money are you talking about here? <laughs>
for listening. It's a hell of a thing, really. I just thought of it the other day. They lie and say it's from on high. When God I'm not sure I really care about this because it just seems it's all commerce. It's a hell of a thing, really. I just thought of it the other day. Yes, I said that in the name of the Lord, tomorrow is your last day. Once a year, and then you can coast. Yeah, maybe you just coast. 